Boom blast. We are live right now on Twitter at Shell Alexander on the Wrap It Up podcast as your Toronto Raptors. Do it again. They have now won six straight games to start the season. First time franchise history, your Toronto Raptors are 6-0. and My name is Sheldon Alexander, and as always, I'm joined with one of my friends. This is my dude here. This is Foots, Big Foots. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, Sheldon, man? Thank you for having me again. As always, man, as always, you know, coming through in the clutch for me, you know. A late night message, I was like, yo, Foots, I need you tonight. I need you tonight. Easy, no problems, no questions asked. Let's go. My man's here. And this was an interesting game because the reality of the situation was I wanted the Raptors to give them a 20-piece, right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm being dead serious. 20-piece, no biscuit. No biscuit, right? I wanted them to give them the 20-piece the just because I was like, you know what? The Mavs shouldn't be on the court with the Raptors. They can run them out of the gym. I agree. That's what I wanted. But it didn't turn out that way. And I got to give the Dallas Mavericks a lot of credit because they kind of stuck around and made this game definitely closer than it probably should have been, right? Yeah, for sure, 100%. Uh, the thing with Dallas is that they took advantage of our, our second team and third team guys. Mm-hmm. You see Nick Nurse trying to experiment with lineups. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dallas took advantage of that. For sure, for right? sure. But when we but when they got a little closer, we bring the big dogs in. <laughs> we gotta run it up. We gotta run up the score again. So that's all it was. Yeah, you mentioned the big dogs, and one of those big dogs definitely Kyle Lowry. We're gonna give the king of the court tonight as the MVP of tonight's game. Kyle Lowry has been balling, and Kyle Lowry decided, you know what? For the fourth straight game, he's gonna put up another double double. And that's just crazy. That's a way to come out of the gates. Kyle Lowry finished tonight with 20 points and 12 assists. As I mentioned, four straight double-doubles. And it's not like the Mickey Mouse double-doubles either, right? Like, we're Mm. talking 20 and 12. He had a 13 and 10, a 16 and 14, and a 28 and 12. That's real. That's that's legit numbers. Kyle's balling. He's playing motivated basketball. What have you made of Kyle Lowry so far? And I know that, you know, Raptors are 6-0, but the four straight games especially – and add in the game where Kawhi wasn't there for one of those games, obviously. Tonight's another game where the Raptors were kind of shorthanded and they needed a big night from Kyle Lowry, right? They definitely they needed it. Yo, Kyle, he's, he's playing for another bag. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking like a guy that's playing for another big bag. So I appreciate yeah. him going hard, yeah. and I appreciate him just, 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 uh, just, just grinding. And being a, a, a professional yeah. about the whole situation. Because I know it's hard on him especially. You know what the thing is? I think Kyle Lowry, this is one of those instances where Kyle Lowry definitely was, I don't know if he was actively paying attention to the media, but definitely I think the whispers of, oh no, is he going to play? How's he going to do without DeRozan? A guy like Kyle Lowry that every step of the way has gotten to where he's gotten to because of the chip on his shoulder, I think he almost took that as motivation and said, hey, you know what? I'm a ball out this year. Y'all are kind of worried. You don't know yeah. how I'm going to react without my guy Lamar. Just watch me. And I that's agree. what we're seeing from Kyle Lowry. Again, it's not even just the fact that the scoring numbers are crazy, but he's shooting an effective clip. He's 8 for 14 tonight, but mm. the assists. And I know that assist numbers, you'll know this, right? But like assist numbers are one thing. 
but I think it's the overall control and tempo of the game that he's setting, right? Like he is controlling yeah, the entire game. He he's quarterback in the whole game, yeah. and 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 I like that because he's playing with tempo. Mm-hmm. He's getting guys in the right position, and he's getting them in the right position to be effective yeah. and successful. Definitely, right? So. Man, two thumbs up for Kyle, man. <laughs> I didn't expect this, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, the so. thing, too, with the Raptors, and you look at tonight's game, we mentioned there was no, like, okay, you look at the Raptors with their full squad. As I said, I wanted a 20-piece. But mm. when the lineups came out and you found out there was no Fred, there's no DeLon, there's no OG, now you're talking about more pressure on the Raptors starters, and I think everyone answered the bell. People, everyone shot a good clip. JV shot 7 of 16. He had 17. Kawhi doing Kawhi things again, 7 of 16. Um, Lowry, as I mentioned, 8 of 14. The starters really upped the ante tonight and played a really solid game when they needed it because you didn't have the backup bench there to really give that extra boost. So you needed a little more from all your starters. And we saw that from the Raptors, right? For sure. Of course, 100%. Like, especially Valanchunas. Mm-hmm. Like, Valanchunas continues to amaze me because we're not running plays for our big man. <laughs> he's getting everything off the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's scrapping for everything. Yeah. So, yeah. like, for him to come up with 16, 17 points, mm-hmm. he's always going to be active. He's always going to grab rebounds. So, yeah. those seven, eight rebounds, I know that's always going to be there every night. And again, your nightly update, because remember, right here on the Wrap It Up podcast, we tell you each and every week, right, or each and every game, that the key to the Raptors' success this season so far has also been the production they're getting out of their fives. And we've been telling you to add up the numbers you're getting from Serge and JV, and we'll do it again tonight. Add them up. You got 11 and 8 from Serge, and then you're getting 17 and 8 from JV. If you do some quick math, that's 28 and 16. That's production coming out of your starting center spot. In a league where the centers are non-existent. Right? And so as that continues, and that's going up against DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's no joke. That's no, a serious center. He right? made a couple of all-star games. Mm-hmm. That's no slouch. Yeah. Definitely. The Raptors are, you know, it was another game where, yeah, of course you expect them to win, but there's different things that you look for in terms of improvements, in terms of, you know, one thing we like to do is take a look at the X factor of the game, someone that surprised us. And mm-hmm. tonight I think it's obvious that that goes to Lorenzo Brown. Lorenzo Brown's a guy that doesn't get a lot of minutes, right? But now when he's forced into it, he stepped up in a big way. Dude, Nick Nurse's system is so nice <laughs> that when Lorenzo Brown steps in, it's it's not there's no drop off, right? Yeah. Totally. There's no and he and to be honest, he's what our third string guy? He's a third string point guard for sure. So you're telling me now our third string point guard comes in a game and there's no slippage, no drop off? <laughs> oh. Toronto, we good, baby. Right? We good. And and the thing is too, Lorenzo Brown, yeah, the scoring is there, whatever. You don't lose anything in terms of your point guard play, but I think it was defensive intensity that he brought, right? He was in passing lanes. He had a few plays where he was getting a steal and led to breakaways. And it sounds super simple, but anyone that plays basketball from any level will tell you it starts at the defensive end, right? Well, and he brought the defensive intensity first. 100%. That's where Lorenzo Brown knows this is how I'm going to make my career in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I got to cut my nose on the defensive end. I got to yeah. be in passing lanes. I got to pick up guys 90 feet if, if that's yeah. what it takes. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. So if he's going in there now and he's being the pesky guy yeah. that we know him as, yeah. oh, we're good. Because it just motivates Van Fleet and, and Kyle Lowry. 
It's true. You hear the cliche all the time that defense and hustle is contagious. And we saw it last game from that crazy Kawhi Leonard play. Everyone's talking about where yes, he like drove backwards and made yep. the play. But if you're seeing your best player do that, you can't be Lorenzo Brown and come in the game and not play defense. Thank you. Right? Like, you have to play defense. <laughs> you have to play defense. Uh, we also saw a lot of minutes tonight from Malachi Richardson, who serious <laughs> ball heads will remember Malachi Richardson from yes, Syracuse. Sir. And he was a guy that was traded for, uh, I'm pretty sure he was a Bruno trade. Yeah. Yes, he came over in the Bruno trade. And he hasn't really gotten an opportunity to play. But tonight, he only he had eight minutes, but... He got minutes where it wasn't like it wasn't the garbage time eight minutes. Like Thank he you. came in early in the game, and there's a huge difference between garbage time minutes and real minutes. Yeah, right? because garbage time minutes, you're just chucking up the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying to trying to trying to get your quick stats yeah. right. But when you're getting in the game reps, mm -hmm. that's when you're running plays. It's yeah. it's 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 intense. It's live, right? And you got to treat it as a game because at the end of the day, the coaches are watching you for sure. <laughs> for sure right so if you're not going hard in, in in a game even though the score might be a little lopsided mm -hmm. listen you might not even see the court again and i mentioned the fact too right and you always hear next man up everyone talks about that all the time but that's of course that's real and that that's is. one of the benefits of the team that the toronto raptors have right now in terms of it's a defensive system but they have depth so when you lose three key components of your team that depth really shows off and you mentioned nick nurse's system you plug and play Malachi Richardson and Lorenzo Brown, two guys that don't get minutes, really, and they're able to step up. Mm -hmm. Another guy that we've been waiting to see something from this season, <laughs> and we were wondering about whether it was the GoDaddy curse or not, <laughs> but CJ Miles, 10 points tonight, two of two from three, four of six overall. CJ Miles finally had a good game this year. He played a steady game. Yeah. And he finally hit his shots. Mm -hmm. Those corner threes were, gonna, were bound to go down sooner yeah. or later, right? So, CJ, man, I'm, I'm happy for him. He got out of his slump. He's too good of a shooter, right? Too good of a shooter. And the way that the offense works, a shooter is going to be put in a good position to succeed because of the ball movement, because everyone's willing to make the extra pass. CJ Miles isn't going to miss open shots Thank <laughs> you. for long, right? And Kyle's always going to, and Kyle Lowry will always look for CJ. That's one thing I know for sure. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, when he's locked in, he's definitely always finding the the open guy for sure. And Danny Green shot another solid percentage tonight. Four threes from Danny Green, four of solid. seven, 15 points from Danny Green. But then also add in eight rebounds. Danny Green, Thank you. again, I keep saying, and, you know, I wish I'm waiting for the episode where it's me, you, and Q. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, do a yeah. rewind back sure. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to our argument when the trade went down. And remember, Danny, Q was trying to diss when I said Danny Green was a part of this, yeah. this deal right and it's it's not just i hate saying the little things and the intangibles because you're seeing 15 and 8 that's a legit he's doing stat. a lot of but a lot of stuff four of seven from three that is a key part of this raptors arsenal going forward that yo they match up against anybody in this league but this is what i was telling somebody else that i was talking to as well i said all right i compare i compare danny green mm -hmm. to clay thompson on the warriors he's our <laughs> Clay Thompson. Yeah, he might not be as good, but I know what you're saying. He plays that role. He plays that role definitely for sure, 100%. Right? He can mm -hmm. hit, he can hit the wide open. He can hit. Obviously, he can shoot the basketball. Yeah. And then on top of that too, he's guarding the other team's top offensive player. Definitely. Maybe maybe quads out of the game. Yeah. Or quad needs a rest, but he's on the floor and we need him for scoring. Yeah. Right. So definitely Danny Green works. Danny Green definitely brings that to the table, and we're starting to see now as we wonder whether or not Kawhi Leonard is healthy as. We have the World Series game up, and I thought that Manny Machado just hit a home run, but he didn't off the wall. Anyways, um, 
one thing we're getting used to, though, is watching Kawhi Leonard night after night and getting used to the fact that he still might not be healthy, but he looks really, really good. Like, you were talking during the game about just how smooth he looks, right? Like, how efficient his game is. And you're looking at the stat line. We mentioned the points and what he shot, but you're still adding in nine rebounds, five assists, three steals, and a block. And to quote my guy, Sid Sixero, Andy ate the bowl. Kawhi Leonard is everywhere on this court for the Toronto Raptors. We don't want to get, I, I keep saying I don't want to get too excited, Foots, but I'm excited. This guy is a beast. Listen, you have a right to be excited. <laughs> I, as I told every Raptor fan, yeah, this is the pinnacle right now. Yeah, This dude was making it look too easy. He was, honestly, he was hitting the Mavs tonight with a 20, the 2012 game. Yeah, yeah. A five years ago game. Yeah. He's on an. I'm telling you, Raptor fans, we got we got one with this guy. And when we you definitely think, have one with this the guy. The thing too, when you're watching Kawhi Leonard against most teams, it's almost unfair, right? Because you can't guard Kawhi Leonard with. I saw some dude. I had to look up who he was. It was Finney Smith. I just saw the hyphen on the back of his jersey, and he's trying to guard Kawhi for a Listen, lot of that game. I'm like, how do you guard I'm a sorry, guy? dude? I don't know who you are, but you're getting the business. How do you how do you guard a guy who's so smooth and effective? And then he's emotionless at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's a real killer. Yeah. Like you're yeah. just you're looking at him, you're just like yeah. trying to get some type of reaction. He's not giving you nothing yeah. but these buckets. Exactly. <laughs> right? It's tough. It's also a thing where, you know, we wondered whether this Dallas game would kind of be a trap game for the Raptors in the sense that for there's sure. a huge back to back Philly, coming up. Monday, Philly's Tuesday. coming up. So we wondered what that would look like. And we talked about the fact that Kawhi doesn't seem like the guy that's going to let up. He's a hooper. He balls. That's what he does. He's, he's like, that's where that robotic nature kind of comes in because there's <laughs> no nights off, right? Like he None. just has one speed and that's go. And we saw that tonight. Kawhi Leonard looks super healthy. But the question has to be asked now, as you look ahead to the Raptors schedule, they play Monday and Tuesday. I think I'm pretty sure it goes Bucks and then... Yeah, the Bucks on Monday in Milwaukee, and then they come back home to play the Sixers on Tuesday. The question now has got to be asked, what do you do with Kawhi? Do you rest him on the back-to-back just like you did the last time you had the back-to-back, or do you play him the two games this time around? What do you think? I what say, would you do if you're Nick Nurse? I'll ask you it that way. You know what? Honestly, um, I'm, playing him, I'm playing him in the back-to-back. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. The first reason is because I want to see how his bo- his body reacts yeah. to a back to back. And number two, I want to show off my new toy. <laughs> if I'm, it, you know, if I'm the Raptors, I'm Masai. I want to show off my new toy. It's interesting. It's interesting. And I think too, because the second night of the back to back is at home against the, against the Sixers. I kind of think it's a big thing where you want to make a statement against the Sixers because definitely. The way that they play, right? Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And I know this might be a little bit too deep, and I'm assuming I'm assuming a lot here, but I feel like those are guys who are emotional players. I don't even want them to have a glimmer of thinking that they're better than the Raptors. You know what I mean? I don't want them to think that ever throughout this entire season. So that like, oh, we're gonna rest Kawhi can feel nice and feel like it's it's close. I think the way the Raptors are playing right now, the Sixers can't hang with them. The Sixers offense is not as fluid as the Raptors' offense is. Their defense is not as good. Who's guarding Kawhi? Covington? He's getting the business, right? So I want to see exactly what you said. 
at a certain point, you got you to gotta start stretching out Kawhi. Almost like, you know, you're taking a pitcher from the bullpen and stretching him out for sure. into the starting rotation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got to mm-hmm. see and test out Kawhi's body and see if he can play the back-to-back. And what better cha- time than against two solid Eastern Conference teams in terms of the Bucks and the Sixers, right? And I think even, even in that game when we play Philly at home, mm-hmm. I think Philly has more to prove. Ooh. I think Philly. Game. I think Philly comes in motivated. They come in hungry. Yeah. And this is a matchup where Ben Simmons should want this matchup with Kawhi Leonard. He should want to smoke with him. The other thing, definitely. Too, I don't remember if it was the last game of the year that the Sixers played. Not the last game of the season, but I mean the last meeting that the Raptors and Sixers had. But I just remember there was a game last year against mm-hmm. the Sixers where Kyle Lowry and Ben Simmons got into it. I remember Ben Simmons was telling Kyle Lowry, like, yo, meet me in the back. And Lowry's like, word, and ran back. Remember that in Philly? So I I wonder, like, it'll be a highly contested matchup for sure. And I just think having your full squad, I'm I'm interested to see. But I'll be honest. I'm also being super selfish as a fan. And I just want to see see Philly. Because MB talks a lot of shit. And I I just want him to, like, shut up. Dude, did you hear him? He goes, I have real estate in the man's head. It's like, get out. And you like, and you took the L like I don't you took the you took the L but also the flopping like I can't <laughs> yeah. I will not rate that like if you flop cool I get let me Joel and beats too big to be be flopping out there let me rephrase that I understand the flopping right like I, yeah. I I understand it and I get it but you can't flop and then get up and cheer that you just flopped and got a guy out of the game yeah, that's, that's like yeah that's flop what. cool run back down the floor and do your work. <laughs> the, the clapping and hyping up that you just flopped on a guy. But that's he's celebrating a flop. But that's Joel, man. That's that, that's him, right? That's a new generation. It's a new it's a new wave. <laughs> he wants to be on on the gram getting the hype, right? That's, that's what it, it is. Uh, again, Toronto Raptors big win tonight over the Dallas Mavericks, one sixteen one oh seven. Again, Raptors start franchise best record in the history of the Toronto Raptors. They've never started six and zero. This is where they're at right now. Raptors fans, if they weren't already hype, they're hype. <laughs> they got to. The hype train is cooking. And I know it was just the Dallas Mavericks, but again, there are positives to take from every game. And we saw the full depth of this Toronto Raptors team as they extended their bench, except Greg Monroe. I'm pretty sure Greg Monroe was the only guy that didn't play. And, you know, I'm kind of wondering how Greg Monroe will fit into this team just because. We see how well the JV surge dynamic is working, which is one of them on the floor. Mm-hmm. Unless one of them's resting or one of them goes down, Greg Monroe might not play, right? But that's okay. Just he's just there as as insurance. He's just there as insurance. Yeah. And yeah. I think in the, uh, when when they when the camera pans to him, yeah, he has a big smile on his face and he's talking. So I don't know, like I yeah. guess how can you not enjoy? Just how winning? can you not enjoy just winning? Yeah, and being sense. a part of a, a, a team dynamic, right? So. Uh, Another segment that we do a lot on this podcast is what do we learn about the team we just saw, which is the Dallas Mavericks, uh, a team that, you know, we know that they had Luka Doncic coming in and uh, the other kid we were looking to see was Dennis Smith Jr., but he was out tonight. He yes. didn't play, but we did get a good look at Luka Doncic. Doncic played 39 min- 35 minutes, sorry, 22 points, 7 of 14 from the floor. What did you take from, from the kid's game? A guy coming from overseas, so you're kind of wondering how he would fit into the league. Doing all right so far, so far. But what was your takeaway? Um, he's incredibly poised mm-hmm. for a 19 year old kid. Yeah, coming from Europe. Yeah, like I remember when Dirk Dirk's rookie year, and I'm like, who's this string bean kid out yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he kind of looked and, lost. Yeah, he, he looked really lost. Yeah. Doncic doesn't look lost at all. He knows yeah. what he's doing out there. For sure. Right? So I, I feel like he's real, he's real poised. But again, too, I don't want to put too much hype on it, too, because I just remember, you know, Rubio had had that same <laughs> hype, and people were trying to talk Pistol Peak conversations, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. it was crazy. So yeah. I don't want to put that on Dantage, but he's he's poised. Yeah. The kids looked good so far. 19 points per game, six rebounds, and three assists. That'll win you the year. That's solid. That's solid so <laughs> right? far, right? And it's a great situation for him. Rick Carlisle, we know, is one of the best coaches. NBA fans know Rick Carlisle's yeah. one of the best great coaches coach. there is in the NBA. If there's a position and you're Luka Doncic coming in and sitting behind Dirk, you know, getting to watch and learn from Dirk, that's a perfect mm-hmm. place you want to be if perfect. you're that guy. And they need you right now. The rest of that team, like Harrison Barnes, Wesley Matthews. I mean, they start Jalen Brunson tonight with the injury to uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Mm. It's a team that needs the help as well. Yeah, right? So for that's sure. a good spot for a rookie coming in to make an impact, right? Yep, 100%. Uh, Dallas, not really expecting much from Dallas this year. I don't think they're they're going to make the playoffs, but they're one of those weird teams I find, Foots, where like they want to tank, and they did a good job. Like Obviously, they got a top pick to get Doncic last year, but – they should have been. They've been trying to tank for like five years, but it's almost like Carlisle's such a good coach, coach. that yeah. they they never get the three straight, you know, top five picks to really put something together. And this might be another year where they don't lose enough games. They don't lose enough games to get that <laughs> to get that lottery pick that they yeah. really need. Yeah, it's a it's a weird team. You still have JJ Barea playing. Like, yeah. how's JJ Barea still getting minutes? I, I still remember him on the championship team, right, going at LeBron. Uh, I mean. Dallas is a weird team. It's an odd team. But, again, Raps taking care of business. I feel sorry for the gamblers out there because I'm pretty sure the spread was 11. And, yeah, Raptors end up winning by 9. So, again, the lesson here, kids, is why you don't gamble on sports because (laughs) it's a meaningless game and it's just foolishness that happens at the end of a basketball game, (laughs) right, to make the point spread what it is. Uh, But, Foots, I asked you what you, you learned about the Dallas Mavs. I'm going to ask you what you learned about the Toronto Raptors tonight to close this up. What I learned about the Raptors? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm going to sound like a broken record because at the end of the day, uh, I believe depth mm-hmm. and bench play yeah. is crucial for a sure. championship caliber team. Yeah, And right now, we have our third string Point guard, a guy that I haven't even heard of before. Yeah, playing, plugged in and played, <clears throat> and yeah. didn't miss a beat. So we're deep. We're crazy deep. Oh, and yeah. and I, and I'm seeing that a lot of our young guys are getting a lot of valid experience early. For sure. So that's just gonna that's just gonna vote well for us come playoff time. Yeah, and it's crazy, right? Because, again, the the clip that Kyle Lowry is playing right now, and, again, he had 12 assists with zero turnovers tonight, right? Zero turnovers. He's leading the NBA in assists. That's nuts. Right? And he has 16 more assists than any other player. That is crazy. Crazy stat line. But the thing that we're seeing here is, as good as Kyle Lowry is playing right now, obviously we're not expecting him to stay at this level for the whole year. That's Mm. not realistic, right? But what we're learning is that, as you said, you now have Lorenzo Brown. You know that Lorenzo Brown can at least play. Hold his own. Hold his own. Yeah, he's not going to hurt you. And so there's no need to, because obviously whatever's going on with DeLon might be a bigger issue than we first thought. 
for sure. And so now there's no need to rush Delon back, right? Let no, Delon don't. chill. Let him do Let his him thing. come back. Freddie, I think Fred was almost like a game time decision. I'm pretty sure he was questionable mm. today, right? So Freddie might be back before Delon, but you're learning that it's okay. Lorenzo Brown's here. He's all right. He can. Nobody's saying that he's he's, he's great. He's, he's serviceable. And again. The most thing that the biggest thing that you want from a guy like that is just defense. Come in and at least play defense. Yep. That's how you earn minutes in every level of basketball, right? Yep. Play mm-hmm. defense, kids. That is the lesson. Um, again, we mentioned big game for the Raptors coming up against the Milwaukee Bucks. As we look ahead to that, Giannis. Giannis is someone I want to ask you about. You had an interesting take on Giannis, and and I just want to get your thoughts on on what you're seeing from Mr. Antetokounmpo so far this season in what many are calling, oh, this could be Giannis' MVP year. Which they said last year, (laughs) which they said the year before that. Come on, guys, stop putting hype on these guys, and then when they get to the playoff, they fizzle out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially in the East, Giannis got to step up. You got to win a round. You got to win a round. I mean... Giannis is a problem, and, and it's been interesting this year because, I mean, the entire league is playing at a higher pace. There's more points being scored by everybody, but especially for that team, it's a great sign that they're playing at a faster pace with their new coach, Mike Bunholzer. Mm-hmm. He's obviously, like, opened up the offense a little more. And another weird part to the Milwaukee Bucks is Brooke Lopez is there starting <laughs> at the five, and Brooke Lopez is balling at that stretch Oh, five. yes, he is. Right, and it, it look it's a crazy look for the Bucks as they won tonight as they smashed Minnesota actually, and the Bucks are five and zero this year. They smashed Milwaukee or they smashed Minnesota tonight, one twenty five ninety five. Wow! Again, they scored one twenty five. Okay, one twenty five ninety five. And as I look at this, Giannis was chilling. Giannis only had fifteen. Well, I shouldn't even say fifteen, twelve, and six in twenty three minutes. Giannis didn't yeah. even he didn't even fully cook quick him. work. Right? Quick work for them. But, again, it's a weird lineup that they have right now because they're throwing out Brogdon, Eric Bledsoe, Lopez, Middleton, and Giannis. So Giannis is playing the four. That's an interesting matchup for the Toronto Raptors because I feel like you're going to start JV against Brooke Lopez, right? That would yep. be the assumption? That's yep. a better matchup? A better matchup. And you're saying surge on, um, on Giannis? No, I think I think you have Pascal Guardianis to start. Mix okay. in some Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how that goes. But it's an interesting matchup for the Raptors, no? Very I, I, interesting. I can't wait to see that game. A very interesting matchup, but I expect the same results. <laughs> Wash. We wipe them, those guys out. They got to prove to me that they can shoot. Yeah. That's it. Uh, the other crazy subplot at, as we look at that game, the Milwaukee Bucks is the Minnesota Timberwolves side of things. You got smashed by 30 points. Um, you look at that box score, and you see another subpar night from Carl Anthony Towns. He had 16 points and seven rebounds on 16 shots. 16 now, points you on know what, 16. man? Now I'm starting to think this, this, this young whippersnapper is doing this stuff on purpose, man. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like, you, you guys still didn't get Jimmy, Jimmy B out of town yet? All right. When you, you call me, and you yeah. let me know when Jimmy B is out of town, and I'll start really playing. Like, I, that's how I feel, because I feel like Towns... Towns could walk out of bed and put up these numbers that he's putting up. Like, he's, he's, yeah. he's sleepwalking right now. Yeah, and and you mentioned Jimmy. Jimmy, 2 of 11 for four points tonight. Maybe he heard, he got wind of the whole, maybe he's going to Houston thing. Would, 
for the record, would you give up four first round picks for Jimmy Butler? Not, that's insane. <laughs> but I didn't no, 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 but that's you know what lot. the thing too? That's a lot. That's a lot. But I respect Daryl Morey. Yeah. You're going for, going for it. Yeah. They're You're hungry. going for it. But they're they're they're... four first rounders? Uh maybe he he he's taking the same approach that we saw uh Sam Presti take, right? Scared money don't make none, right? For sure, huh? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a new, yeah, yeah, yeah. new trend that's among a new NBA, G, NBA GMs. Yeah. If you look at Daryl Morey, you look at Masai, you look yeah. at Sam Presti, scared they're money. They're going don't all make in. None. I like it. I like it. Uh, someone that I might consider spending four first-round picks on is Kawhi Leonard, the way that he's balling right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, Raptors fans, but I'm excited. So just let me be excited right now <laughs> about what's going on with the Toronto Raptors. I know it was just the Dallas Mavericks, but I'm still excited anyways because it's another solid game from Kawhi, mm -hmm. and this makes me super excited for the game on Monday night against the Milwaukee Bucks. And, of course, we'll be back again to talk about that and more as we are each and every Raptor game on the Wrap It Up podcast. Uh, Foots, let the people know what you're working on, what you're up to, and where they can find you on social media, my dude. Follow the family on Instagram at DDS Caps. And if you want to follow me personally on Instagram as well, it's Eastside O. That is dope as always. And we got more, we got another, you know, another. Another dope DDS hat here on the on the thing. I'll, I'll add more to the display in upcoming episodes for sure. But shouts to DDS as always. And you know, I, obviously, I appreciate you coming through on short notice, helping me out in the nah, pitch. No worries. You know, some people, I guess, they hear, hear the buck, the the Mavs, and they're like, "Oh, really? The Mavs game? Like, on, yo, man. let me come through for the Bucks. Yo, let me come through for the Sixers." <laughs> Just, just right. keep it a buck, man. Hove called me knowing that I was on my couch watching ball anyways because that's what I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday night, Raptors basketball hasn't felt this good in a couple years. And thank you for joining us once again on the Wrap It Up podcast. As always, my name is Shelton Alexander. You can find me as you can find this podcast live after each and every Raptor game on Twitter at Shell Alexander. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Shelton Alexander. And shout out to the people on the YouTube page. We're getting a lot of subscribers. We're getting a lot of views on the YouTube page. So shout out to all the new subscribers and watchers on YouTube. Appreciate you guys. I see all the comments. Don't worry. I'm coming. I'm coming into the comments to respond to each and every Shout one. out to SoundCloud. The SoundCloud guys as well. Right? SoundCloud. I always big up SoundCloud because those are the originators, right? The OGs. Those are the OGs following us on the podcast. And again, if you're in this feed or you're looking for more basketball content, we do the Wrap It Up podcast after each and every Raptor game. But me and my guy, Andrew Webster also do the Ball on Blast podcast. That's for your hardcore NBA fans. If you want more extended NBA talk, we got that podcast for you. That's out every Friday morning. That is, again, the Ball on Blast podcast. Now, you can find all of those things in the same place. So if you go to iTunes, if you go to Google Play, if you go to SoundCloud, and you search On Blast podcast, you get all of those podcasts on the same feed. So like and subscribe as you see fit. Again, Thank you for watching the videos. Thank you guys for watching. Hope you enjoyed another edition of the Wrapped Up Podcast. And as a wise man once said, I really did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up Raps Post Game Show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Peace. Boom, blast.